0: Welcome
1: to my Halloween house. It's time to go trick-or-treating. Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton, and I'm Madison Malone Kircher. You're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Because it's Halloween
0: and it goes with my costume.
1: Oh, okay. Well, for the listeners who cannot see us, aka all of you, our cameras are not on because we wanted to surprise each other with our costumes, which based on the fact that your method acting makes me feel like yours is much more high concept than mine. (laughs) All right, should we reveal? We should. Three, two, one, go. Oh, hello, (laughs) Elizabeth Holmes. Wow, this red lip... (laughs) Wow. Are you little red riding hood? I am <laughs> You're wearing a red hoodie.
0: That's I'm that's...
1: wearing a red rain jacket. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's a
0: little fuzzy on the Zoom.
1: Wow, this lipstick is really it's giving French clown. <laughs>
0: Holmes is her makeup always looks like shit so that's how you know she's a real serious science lady
1: yeah she's too busy for makeup your costume is much more high concept than mine you not only have the Miranda Sings esque red lip but a black turtleneck your hair pulled back perfectly a little severe a little casual and what looks like a vial (laughs) it's a travel sized
0: brow tint bottle (laughs) wow I thought it it was like the
1: top part of a vape pen and I was just like the commitment (laughs) You really did come in. I can't say the same for you, but Rachel, will you tell us a little bit about,
0: tell us who you're wearing.
1: I believe this is actually London Fog. Um, I'm wearing a red rain jacket that I got from a thrift shop. It's very cute, actually. It's one of my favorite things I've purchased. And I have the hood up. And I thought of this costume exactly two minutes before the Zoom because you reminded me that we were doing this stunt. (laughs) And I would like to say this is not a lack of commitment to the pod. It's a lack of commitment to Halloween (laughs) I told you before that my last Halloween costume was a green baseball hat and a orange sweater. And then I said I was a pumpkin. Sure. Again, my commitment (laughs) is low to the concept of Halloween. In fact, so low, I'm going to take off this jacket because I'm already sweating. (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: Well, in case it's not obvious from our incredible award-winning costumes, (laughs) it's spooky season.
1: Speaking of Halloween, the other day I was online, as I always am, and I saw the scariest thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. I am almost afraid to ask, but I will take one for the team and say, Rachel, what did you see? Madison, she's back. She's risen from the dead. Chrissy Teigen's back online. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like Michael Myers every Halloween. A real internet zombie.
1: <laughs> well, that was our trick for the day. Now let's get to the treats. Today on the show, we've actually got a pillowcase full of treats. Rachel, did you trick-or-treat with a pillowcase? I just used a grocery bag from the store because we love recycling. Yeah, that that's why. <laughs>
0: I think a pillowcase is a sort of recycle. Yeah, it's recycling. So you know, it went back, it went back yeah, on my bed. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, It went back in your... Okay, well, well after I later. washed
0: it, it didn't go back on my bed, like, full of okay, almond joys. Okay, sure you weren't <laughs> sleeping on a
1: pillowcase full of melted chocolate. <laughs> I mean, eight-year-old me probably wanted to be sleeping on a pillowcase full of <laughs> melted chocolate. So what do we have in our pillowcase slash, you know, Whole Foods <laughs> plastic bag?
0: <laughs> our bags are full of spooky internet tricks and treats, courtesy of our listeners.
1: We put out a call for Halloween memes, viral videos, TikToks, And as always, y'all came through.
0: From finding the origins of the $40 haunted house meme, spoiler alert, we had to dig back like eight years, to the surprisingly heartwarming untold story behind the banger that is spooky scary skeletons, we've got a lot of great stuff in our pillowcases today. Also, mine is filled with those uh, tiny squat single serving Twizzlers, which are the best Halloween candy. I rest my case.
1: Your case is both rested and incorrect. But I am ready for the spoopy time that we're going to have together.
0: (sighs) Rachel, I hate that word so much. It's like Halloween's (laughs) version of people who say doggo and pupper and heckin. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Didn't think you were one of them. Don't insult me like that.
1: Okay. To be fair to me, I love spoopy because it annoys people more than I love the word. Like, it's somewhat of an ironic use Do you know who I blame spoopy season on? I mean, I blame it on Tumblr, but who do you blame it on? Okay,
0: I have no evidence to prove this point, but I blame (laughs) Zoe Deschanel. I don't know that she ever said
1: the word spoopy, but spiritually, new girl wrought spoopy. You know, I believe that. The word spoopy does give me, like, a blunt bang and a round (laughs) eyeglass moment. You know, like, I can see it. (laughs) Thank you. And not to burst your bubble, but spoopy
0: season is a capitalist ploy. Many, many years ago, in the wow. year 2009, someone uploaded a picture to Flickr of some Halloween decorations that spelled spooky, Oh. And that was the beginning of the end.
1: Was it a mistake? And we've all just
0: accepted it? <laughs> it appears to be a photo from a store of some kind. So I'm going to go ahead and say
1: yes, this wow. was a mistake. I love that. And then we all just ran with it to annoy our friends. While we're on the topic of things that drive me nuts this time of year, Twitter display names. Oh, Can't stand them. Oh, I mean, Madison, I mean not to not to put you on the spot, but I kind of feel that you feel that way because there's no way to make a good Halloween display name with your name. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, exactly. This is a challenge. If you're listening, Madison Malone Kircher, have at. If you can come up with something spooky, I'll What
1: about what about Madison Mamone? That
0: sounds porny. <laughs>
1: Well, Halloween is famously a horny time of the year. Hold on. I'm going to think of something. No, I re- it's it's escaping me. Huh, let's see. Let's see. Rachel Hampton. Rachel mm-hmm. Hamptomb.
0: <laughs> okay, so you can also hate them with me because our names do not immediately lend themselves to fun puns.
1: Yeah, honestly, I hate most things on Twitter, but I, I feel like this is a good thing that we can unite on. We're going to go to the sack full of candy that y'all have given us. First up, at Spitteroni on Twitter wants us to explain what the heck is up with the $40 haunted houses.
0: This is true. Spitteroni did ask what is up with the $40 haunted house. They also included a nice little video of them scrolling through a Twitter search for the phrase $40 haunted house. And uh, it's true. A
1: lot of people are tweeting about $40 haunted houses. Where did this originate? Spitteroni wants to know Madison you did some digging And it led you like Two presidential terms in the past Like what (laughs) I didn't realize how long (laughs) this trend Was going Yeah this trend actually
0: originated from a tweet in 2013 That I forget about annually Until someone resurfaces it to my timeline And then I laugh In 2013 at Hodgesboy15 tweeted If I pay $40 for a haunted house I better die (laughs)
1: I feel like $40 is pretty cheap for you, the nation.
0: We attempted uh several times to get in touch with Hodges Boy15, uh, but we were unsuccessful. Also, Hodges Boy15, why will you not accept my Snapchat friend request? Please, I just want to talk. <laughs> Did
1: you have to re-download Snapchat for this? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Never say I'm not
0: committed to this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at your face right now, and I know you're committed to this podcast. But so Hodges Boy 15 isn't the only person in the world who's had this thought. Either that or he inspired this thought, because there are now so many variations on this tweet. My personal favorite one is, why pay $40 for
0: a haunted house when I could just go for a night run? Which, damn, <laughs> if that ain't true. <laughs>
1: I feel like this is where I have to disclose that I have actually paid $40 for a haunted house before, and clearly I didn't die, so I didn't get my money's worth. I was very scared. Did you enjoy the fright? I mean, adrenaline is fun. (laughs) Did I think I was going to die at some point? Yes. (laughs) Did I? No. So ultimately, not worth it. No. Honestly, wouldn't recommend Next up, at Abby
0: Bowerman sent us a vine that I had completely forgotten about until now. Uh, We're going to play it for you. Look at it. It's freaking bats. I love Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) This is a four-second video of what appears to be like a little three-year-old in front of a wall with some paper bats on it. And, well, it's freaking bats. I love Halloween. I don't know what else there is to tell you.
1: Well, importantly, she's holding her phone in what I describe as the mom pose, where you only see like the top third of her face.
0: (laughs) So she's she's an old soul. Where is that little girl now? We thought you might ask. Her name is Ava Ryan. She's now 11, and she's uh kind of an influencer. I'm sorry. What?
1: (laughs) Well, her mom is she old enough to qualify for an Instagram account? (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, technically no. Her mom has an Instagram account where she has a half a million Instagram followers (gasps) and still posts Ava content on the regular.
1: I'm assuming that they had to repost the Bats fine this month.
0: Oh, absolutely. And yes, they are selling frickin' Bats merch. And yes, this is the most unsurprising in 2021 conclusion to this story
1: possible. Honestly, it's kind of scary. (laughs) Next up, we've got at Hello Kiki, currently Spookiki, which is... Madison, how That's do you pretty feel? About good. That? That's okay. Pretty good. Okay, good. Okay, there we go. Who also sent us an excellent Vine? Thank y'all for using this time of year to bring back the most important app to ever exist, which is Vine.
0: <laughs> We're gonna play this for you, but it's just music. It's a play on the October 31st versus November 1st meme, which is when you make the hard and possibly maybe too early pivot to Christmas the minute Halloween, aka the month of October, is over. This vine is a scene from, I believe, Project Runway. Very confusing because Carson from Queer Eye and RuPaul are both on the judges' panel, which really fucking up my reality TV knowledge. (laughs) No, I was Uh, just like, uh, where, what (laughs) crossover is this? (laughs) The the most iconic crossover event in history. Uh, But the model (laughs) is coming down the stage in this like full on black sequin outfit while Spooky Scary Skeletons is playing. And then the minute it switches to the Is the lyric, give a fuck, it's Christmas? The minute it switches to the Christmas song, the outfit, like, comes untied and becomes sparkly red plaid. Because now it's Christmas time.
1: That vine is actually kind of a perfect segue into our final submission, which comes from Shilharsa. They write, as a Tumblr veteran, hello, comrade who still goes on there at least once a day now, no longer multiple. My staple is always the Spooky Scary Skeletons remix. And we could not agree more. It is my professional opinion as a owner of a blood lab that that song is a bop. (laughs) I can't take you seriously. With that voice. And it's so hard to describe just how fucked this lipstick is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll go back to my own voice. After the break, we are going deep on spooky scary skeletons. We're going to be talking with Victoria Gold, whose father, Andrew Gold, wrote the song as part of a children's album for Victoria and her two sisters in the early 90s. Victoria rediscovered the song on TikTok, where she has since gone viral herself this spooky season.
1: When we originally set out to learn absolutely everything we could about spooky, scary skeletons, we didn't expect that what we'd find would be incredibly wholesome and heartwarming. But it was. We'll be sharing the joy with you when we come back. (laughs) Spooky, scary skeletons, shivers down your spine. (laughs) Don't quit your day job. (laughs) Spooky, Speak with such a screeching. You'll shake and in surprise when you
2: hear these... Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: All right, we are back. So, Rachel, you know the song, Spooky Scary Skeletons, right?
1: I think it's impossible to be on the Internet and not know the song, Spooky Scary Skeletons. It's a Bob.
0: It is, and I thought I knew all there was to know about it, which is just that it's Bob. bop. Until the other day, I was lying in bed, as one does, <laughs> scrolling through TikToks, <laughs> and I came across a video from at the Victoria Gold, and it's her facing the camera. The song is playing in the background, and the caption on screen says, that time of year where my late dad's song is all over the internet from a Halloween album he wrote for my sisters and me when we were kids. Rachel had questions, I had questions, so we called up Victoria, and uh, we asked them,
2: my dad, his name was Andrew Gold, and he wrote this whole Halloween album called Halloween Howls in 1996. Um, that's when it came out. I was five years old, my older sister was seven, and my little sister was about one. So he wrote this whole album for us, and that's the first time I heard it when he was writing it in our at home studio.
1: We're so sorry, skeletons, you're so misunderstood. You won't be-
0: was it the kind of thing where he would like test out the lyrics on you and your sisters
2: honestly i can't remember that but i do remember that he brought us in for a few songs and i have vivid memories of recording songs with one of my best friends in his studio i'm sure at the time I was just slightly embarrassed by my dad. You know, dads are <laughs> embarrassing. I didn't think much of it. <laughs> he was nailing it. Yeah, exactly. He was being such a dad.
1: Was Halloween a big deal in your house?
2: It was. my, Especially for my dad and I, we always shared this love for spooky, witchy things. And we would get so excited in the fall when it started to get a little colder and it felt like there was magic in the air. And he loved to put on a scary mask on Halloween and scare trick-or-treaters, <laughs> that was his favorite thing to do. So I would say it was a pretty big deal for us.
1: We'll show them with our new Monster Mash. Mm, mash cool. Yes, Eagle. <laughs>
0: on this CD, I'm now realizing like, oh, this was for sure what played in like my elementary school Halloween parties. Like, this Monster Mash yes. cover, familiar. <laughs>
2: Yes, that honestly the most people tell me about it is that their teachers used to play it for them in school back in like the late 90s. So yep. that checks <laughs> out.
0: I was working in the lab late one night, when my eyes beheld, an eerie sight for my monster from the slab
1: began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise,
0: When did you discover its second life as a remix? Because there's the original, which is sort of a sweet children's song, and then it got an internet remix where the beat goes a little harder, and perhaps you're doing a little more than eating candy corn and drinking apple cider (laughs) with your five-year-old friends.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's full-on rave. Down your spine. I would say it was definitely, it was like late 2019. We're visiting my fiance's family for the holidays for Christmas 2019. And one of my soon to be nephews was being really shy. And his dad was like, just ask her, ask her. It's okay. And I was like, Oh, what? And he, and he was like, is your dad singing spooky, scary skeletons? And I was like, first of all, how do you know that song? And then he showed me his TikTok with doing the whole dance to it that I don't, I can't even do. And that was when I first heard it. And then of course I wasn't on TikTok at the time, but as a lot of millennials did in early quarantine, we joined TikTok and, uh, Drag as, we, you know, Victoria. yeah, I know <laughs> it was kind of a joke and then we all became addicted to it. So now of course I hear it all the time. So
1: you were kind of totally unaware of The Second Life as a remix until your nephew showed you that video. What was it like seeing that video?
2: I was kind of in disbelief. Like, who made this and how did they find this song? It's just so obscure. But I also didn't really understand that it had gotten as big as it got. And I just thought, you know, it was just a couple people... knew this remix and a few people were doing a dance to it. I didn't realize it was such a phenomenon. And I honestly didn't realize it was such a phenomenon until I started hearing it in TV commercials and, you know, merchandise. And then I, you know, I made a TikTok about it and I just did not expect it to blow up. And that was really shocking to me, but also pretty cool.
0: What made you decide to post about the song on TikTok? TikTok
2: honestly, it was so random. for the moment. I take a bath every night and I just got in out of the bath and I was sitting on my bed with a towel on like you do for, you know, scrolling wow, for an yeah, hour. You're <laughs> describing every single night of my life. Right. And I was just like, oh, I, I, I heard the song. So I was like, oh, I'll just post so like, oh, that time of year again, where my dad's songs all over the internet. And I just posted it. Like I was literally sitting with a towel on, did not think anything of it. I had worked so hard on so many other TikToks that got literally like 11 views. So the oh, fact that I brutal. didn't think about this one and then posted it, didn't think about it. And then the next day I was driving upstate to Napa. I'm actually I'm a wedding photographer, so I was driving up to photograph a wedding and one of my brides texted me and was like, "You're on my for you page." And I was like, "Oh, haha, ha, cool." Thinking like What video is on her for you page? (laughs) And then I opened it up, and at the time I had 200,000 views, which I was like, oh my gosh, I turned to my mom, like, oh my gosh, I'm going viral. But you know, now it's gotten a lot more than that. Last time I checked, it was, I think, 3.8 million. Oh, yeah, wow, just a few,
0: (laughs) just a few views. (laughs) What's been the most surprising response so far to the TikTok and subsequent TikToks?
2: I think for me, the most surprising response is just how many people actually knew who my dad was, Mm -hmm. even outside of Spooky Scary Skeletons, because he was a musician all his life and he wrote a lot of songs, but nothing you know, too crazy big. And sometimes I would mention his name to people and they have no idea who I'm talking about. So the fact that so many people reached out who were fans was really cool to see.
0: Okay, I'm gonna hype your dad a little more here because thank you for being a friend, the Golden Girls theme song,
1: a banger, (laughs) a bop. I was gonna say you can't say there aren't big hits when that absolute bop is everywhere. Like (laughs) that's
2: true, that's true. I'm glad you guys said it because I always feel like weird, you know, hyping my own dad, but yeah.
1: So your dad passed in twenty eleven, right? Yes. How do you think he would react to like how lasting this song is?
2: Oh my gosh. He would have loved it. It's a struggle for a lot of like older musicians to kind of feel like they're not relevant anymore. And I think it was a struggle for him. And the fact that he's so relevant right now to so many generations, I think is just, he would have loved that would not have expected it to be for this song, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) It's sort of like your TikTok, you know, all that time and effort and uh, Spooky Scary Skeletons turned out to be the thing. There you go. (laughs) Is there anything that people misunderstand about
2: Spooky Scary Skeletons? I think that it's just kind of heartwarming to know that the whole album and Spooky Scary Skeletons, of course, being on that album was really written for his three daughters being one, five, seven years old. So there is a lot of love behind it. And it really is just to make people smile.
0: You're gonna make me cry. It was interesting. Something I learned watching your TikToks is that the song is not actually linked to that cartoon of the black and white dancing skeletons. In my mind, it had come from some like cartoon, which is not true.
2: Right. So many people were arguing with me in the comments. That's how I knew I made it because people were arguing in the comments (laughs) and they were telling me that. So I even started questioning if it was the original one because there are some covers on the album and there are only three covers and everything else is original. So when I saw that cartoon, I was like, oh my gosh, should I just make this TikTok? And I'm completely wrong. But I double-checked, all good. (laughs) That was an old Disney cartoon from the 40s. And then someone put his song, the original song over it or the remix over it or something much later.
0: Victoria, do you get a little sentimental every Halloween thinking about this song
2: in those early years with your dad? I do, especially, you know, now that I've been hearing it a lot more the last couple years, but there was another song on the album that i was on as like a 4 year old called creature from the tub you can hear my 4 year old voice on it so i always like listening to that oh. because it's just really really cute so i think that from that standpoint yeah i get a little nostalgic and sentimental listening to them creature from the tub you mean like the tub you
0: crawled out of to post this tiktok <laughs> it's all coming together
2: <laughs> it, this yeah i really played the long game when i was 4 years old i thought about that and i thought <laughs> You know, in 25 years from now. One day, there's going to be an app called TikTok. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We will all be
1: trapped at
0: home. Exactly. (laughs) Victoria, this was an absolute blast. Thank you so much for talking with us and telling us all about your dad. It's been, uh, I can't come up with any sort of skeleton pun. Rachel, you're off the hook. It's been great. No bones
2: about it. Thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you both. I feel like I've just been talking to two friends, so it was a pleasure.
1: It must have tentacles like
0: Once again, that was Victoria Gold, and if you listen carefully, this is Creature from the Tub, and you can hear little Victoria, the creature herself.
1: Mommy. It likes to swirl around while mommy scrubs. Watch out for the creature from the tub. Here, here. All right, that is the show. We will be back in your feed on Wednesday, so definitely subscribe. As always, it's free. A scary good price of $3.99. And it's the best way to never miss an episode. You can always leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also always tell your friends about us. You can also always follow us on Twitter at ICYMI underscore pod, which is also where you can DM us your questions like, Spooky Scary Skeletons, or $40 Haunted House. And you can also drop us those same questions at ISayYMI at Slate.com. Who knows? We might have you on the show.
0: For a fun drinking game, do a shot every time Rachel said also in that outro. You might die. Spookily. The haunted house will not kill you, (laughs) but that might. ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader and Samira Tazari. Our supervising producer is Derek John. Forrest Wickman and Allegra Frank are our editors. And Alicia Montgomery is executive producer of Slate Podcasts.
1: See you online or at a $40 haunted house. Have you seen the gospel remix of it? No. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. I'll have to look it up. Yes. Thank you for being prayed. Oh, 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 yeah.
2: Traveling yes the bottom that we hate it. Oh yeah. We gotta
1: get them
2: on the show. <laughs> this is
1: amazing.
2: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. My dad would have loved that. Okay, we're going again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my gosh. My dad would have loved that. He would have loved that. So cool. This
1: is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.